Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Welcome to Catch the Moment Podcast. I'm your host, David Tyree. Back for another week, another exciting episode. Super excited to have you back. You're here. You know what you're going to get. We're going to take you through that process, the pain points, the journey, get you where you got to go. Hope everything is going well on your end. It's going super good here. Listen, I'm going to address what we're building toward. Today, we're talking about vision. And man, listen, I might as well talk a little bit about my vision. I might as well talk a little bit about my journey. But first, got to give you some super exciting news uh, maybe you follow me on social. Hopefully you do. Hit me on the gram, dtyree85.com, because we're talking about the catch camp. Talking about the catch camp, celebrating 15 years of the helmet catch, back with the Super Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. Super exciting. So we're launching our first ever catch camp. What are we doing? Skills, drills. In the morning, we're getting on the field, we're tackling it. In the afternoon, we're giving them the game, leadership development, careers in sports. This is actually a metaphor of my journey in sport. And listen, I mean, like I said, without a, without a vision, people perish. And I got seven kids, so I ain't got no time to be perishing out here in these streets. There's a lot of people counting on me. But um, that's what we're actually going to check in with today. It's just me. I know. Hopefully you've enjoyed our guests. Go check out some past episodes but um, today we're going to talk about vision. You know, a lot of people, you know, I'm one of these dudes where um, I'm big on the KISS method, right? You may have, may have heard of it or not. It's the keep it simple, stupid, right? Keep it simple, stupid. And I think, um, you know, we're in the age of experts. Everybody's an expert. And I don't, I don't position myself as an expert, but I do position myself as someone who's extremely credible. I'm credible by way of my experience my character, and I dive in toward the things that I know. Those are the things that I speak about. And so what is vision? Um, we hear about this often in relation to uh, business, in relation to, um, you know, basically at the end of the day, you have to have a view of where you're going. All right. So I'm going to, you know, I'm big on definitions. Let's get some clarity because we have definitions for a reason so that we're not like delusional. Right. So um, the definition that we're going to focus on, obviously, vision is sight, but ultimately is the ability to think or plan the future with imagination and wisdom. Now, right, because it's important to kind of incorporate these two, right? Like, OK, you got to think, plan and have some imagination, but wisdom. OK, so now I'm going to take you a little bit through my journey because I'm 40. I just turned 43, y'all. I just turned 43. Notice I'm not, I turned 43 years old um, recently. And this has been one of my, you know, one of the added pieces in my leadership trove that has really come to fruition more on the latter end. You know, and, and, and I think the better that we can understand what vision is and get a taste for it and um, understand how we can begin to build toward it, then we're going to be able to execute with some real strategy and wisdom, right? Wisdom is a little bit different than knowledge because it incorporates experience, right? It incorporates our experience. So it's hard to really, you know, be that wise apart from certain experiences, right? We, we need to actually engage in certain things. We can have a lot of information where we lack 
when we lack experience, then we could easily lose credibility. That's why young people, you know, it's tough for young people to be like, you know, true subject matter experts to somebody who's like 50 years old. You know, they're like, what you going to tell me, punk? And the reality is you could actually tell them a lot, but it's going to be hard for them to listen. So let's get into this. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, we've heard this. I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm bold. I'm radical. And it, there's this scripture that says, without a vision, people perish, right? So what, is, what does that mean? Without some real insight, perspective, imagination toward what your future, what you're hoping this can be like. And I want you to understand this. I want to merge every area of your life. If you're an athlete, if you're a business person, if you're a mother, father, or even a friend, you're an emerging student, right? You have to be able to project and be able to visualize a far off picture of where you're trying to get to. It's not just having that picture It's ultimately, how are you going to get there? And having vision is basically painting that picture, having an idea of that picture, where you want to go, and then beginning to plan out how you're going to get there. And that's how it begins to come together. You have this picture, right? You have this, and that's kind of like, you know, if we can, you know, visualize um, a, a, a horizon, right? As, as you're driving on the highway, you know, you got a landscape. But basically, the further you drive, you begin to see more. And I think that's, that's kind of, you know, what vision can be like as we sojourn through life. And I want to talk. So the first thing, you know, for me as a believer, you know, this is just for me. You know, I've realized God has a plan for my life. I say that, listen, God has a plan for your life. Whether you believe in him or not, he has a plan for your life. I think what's really valuable in my experience is recognizing what his plan might be for my life and aligning with it so that I can maximize the full potential of what God could imagine for me. Isn't that crazy? Like, think about it. Your parents have a vision. They had a vision for your life. Hopefully, right? Everybody has a unique experience or a different experience. But ultimately, I'm a father. I have a vision for my kid's life. Now, I don't want to control my kid's life, but I do have a vision. I want them to excel. I want them to flourish. I want them to do well. I want to shape their education. I want to shape their imagination, their creativity. All these different components begin to stir that brew, um, you know, stir that pot a little bit. And that's my vision. I want to shoot them into a particular direction in a way that they can see that I'm vested in them and ultimately that they can accomplish anything, right, because somebody believes in them. That's a real powerful dynamic that not enough of us begin to experience, but having some vision is something that really begins to um, give our life intention, all right? So that's going to be a key word along the pathway is intention. Aha, aha. Right. That's an old coming to America, not coming to America two, coming to America one. You want to go go back to the to the source. OK, so the first first point, I want to give you a couple of real true points um, before I get into my story. The first point I want to give you is vision doesn't have to be visible, but it does need to be attainable. Right. So vision doesn't have to be visible, but it does need to be attainable. So, you know, imagination. Right. We could all dream up all kinds of, you know, fun things, but is this something that can be attainable, right? It's kind of like, you know, flying on your own, right? Like, you know, thank God for the Wright brothers. They, they had a vision for flying that didn't include them jumping from a building, right? And, and there's some mechanisms that we need. Once they kind of understood what was going on with the law of gravity and <laughs> some laws going on in nature, they realized we need some mechanisms to assist us to fly. So we can fly, right? We can get up in the air, and do some things, but we need some assistance. And I think that's where 
vision, right? Our imagination plus wisdom begins to come into, come into play. So I'll get into my journey. Of course, you know, when we're young and we're kind of charting our pathway, you know, you know, like, let's be honest, we really don't know, right? We really don't know. You know, we have a lot of information at our disposal in, in the digital age. So it's information coming from everywhere. We got Google shaping our lives. We got social media shaping our lives. We got our parents having their say. And ultimately, we do have to determine what voices that we listen to. Now, that's, that's really what determines the strength of our, of our plan, the strength of our actions, because ultimately, what we believe and what we act upon is what comes to fruition. What we believe and what we act upon is what comes into fruition. And that's, that's really faith and action right there. But ultimately, having an imagination, a, a vision for where you're moving to is pretty powerful. Now, I grew up in the sport, you know, I grew up and sports begins to shape my world, right? Now, let's just be, let's just be clear and concise. You hear these two terms and they kind of coincide, vision and mission. Well, vision and mission aren't the same thing, right? My mission is a little bit more present. Right. My vision is more far reaching. Right. Because there's things that I have to execute on daily as a parent. Right. I have a vision for DT3 Enterprises. Right. What am I doing right now in these in these past in the past two years? We've launched a podcast. We launched the catch camp that's going to that's officially going to open February 3rd. We're I'm, I'm doing media work with with a few different properties. We're we're working. We opened clean juice in 2020. That's all under the hub of my life. And, you know, that's the vision that we're executing on to see these businesses come to fruition. They're not all at the place where I, where I see them, where, where I see the end. Right. So we want to see them. And guess what? We're, we're invested in a few other things behind the scenes. There's things that, that DT3 is going to materialize to become that it's not fully realized. So there's a vision for DT3 that, hey, man, truth transparency and transformation. That's the lifeblood of who I am. And that's the essence driving this company and what we're creating. Right. So that's an example of, but I didn't have that vision when I was 20. <laughs> okay. I was an athlete. I was a young man living in the now. So I'm going to give you that. Right. But sports did give my life a sense of mission. Right. It gave me some sense of discipline, purpose, Right. And basically having something to aspire to is extremely valuable. Right. So I want I want to give you something else to recognize as you're considering, hey, man, what's the vision for my life? What's the vision for my business? Right. And I want you to begin to incorporate some of this, some of this, some of these ideas. Right. Service to others refines your vision and it creates clarity. Right. You don't need to know everything now. It's kind of like back in the day when I was a kid, we had things called career day. I'm sure they probably still do some things like that. You know, people come in and they share their careers. We're going to incorporate some of that with the catch camp. Right. Because we love sports. We love what it does. It brings our heroes into present day, our current day heroes. And, you know, just just for the sake of, you know, relevance, we we're, we're seeing some modern day heroism as, as this, this episode is going to drop and we're still going to be celebrating the life of Damar Hamlin. And listen, there, there were some heroes in action. And it's basically that's what careers, you know, sports does. It magnifies heroism because these are extraordinary feats and they get celebrated. Everybody wants to be celebrated. You can be celebrated. But your vision, in order for your vision to begin to materialize, something that's really valuable is to get on board with something that you believe in. 
get on board and, and serve someone else's vision because it helps to create clarity for where maybe you see yourself going. That's the power of an internship. That's the power of offering your skills and services to others who may be a little further along. Now, guess what? And in turn, hopefully there's a true value proposition for you along the way. But this is something that will allow you to create tremendous clarity as you're, okay, determining your pathway, whether it's in sport, right? Oh, what, what can it look like for an athlete? It means that maybe you reach it out to one of your favorite athletes and you're asking this, you know, if they got a time to jump on a Zoom call. You know what? You had some ideas about how you're going to run that route. And, and basically, you have some imagine, you've imagined something, you've seen something, you want to incorporate that into your ecosystem. You want to put that in your Batman utility belt, okay? Because that's, you know, Batman was an ordinary superhero. He didn't have any mutant powers, but he had a lot of tools, okay? He had, he had a lot of things that he incorporated that allowed him to fight his good fight, right? And, and that's the way that we want to begin to uh, address our skill building to incorporate and begin to execute with intention, okay? So vision should be far off and inclusive of others. We need people to, to be joined and to feed and, and, and serve that vision, right? And at the end of the day, if you're really going to do something meaningful, you're going to have to execute at a level that requires resources beyond yourself, right? Now, what, are, what, what is resources? It's information, it's tangible resources. Obviously, if you're in business, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to need some money, okay? If you're in business, you're going to need some dollars, right? Now, like I said, you have to, at, 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 the, end of the, at, the, at the end of the day, there's a few things that really matter. You know, when we're, when we're employees, we're trading time for dollars, right? We're in business, we're providing a product or a service, right? But in order for you to be in business, you have to reinvest into your business, and that's, that's the vision. You have to be able to sustain the, the, the process or the timetable of what it's going to take to develop and lay a foundation for that business to become what we say profitable, right? Because just because you, you have revenue doesn't make you profitable, right? So ultimately, these are some of the things that you want to recognize as you're considering. Now, for me as an athlete, it was pretty, it was pretty you have a skill that other people are determined to be valuable and they can help your team, right? So I didn't really have like far off vision. At some point, there was a seed planted in my, in, my, in my heart about a scholarship. Man, I could go to school for free on an athletic scholarship. That's pretty crazy. I can get a six-figure value proposition in education and have the opportunity to play football at the highest level. I'm good with that. I'm like, okay. That sounds pretty good. I mean, like, I don't know if my family's going to have money to pay for college. And the reality is, thank God I got that scholarship. Because I tried to get a car from Mom Dukes. Hey, man, I'm like, Mom, you know, now I got this scholarship sewn up, right? You know, what you think about a car? She was like, man, please, you better be happy you got that scholarship. That's what, you know. <laughs> so, you know, never take anything for granted. When you're pursuing a, 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 a mission, but I was a young man that lived in the moment. A lot of young people, we live in the moment. We've, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, just that, it's just the way of thinking, right? Only thing that's important is having a good time and being present. Well, I tell you what, as you get older, you, you actually get focused on being present because you have so many moving pieces that you're serving as an adult, whether it's your job, your family, 
and ultimately other goals that, that you're moving toward. Then you have to focus on actually being present. Whereas as a young person, you have a short window. You have a, when I say a short window, you have a window of high energy where people aren't pulling on your, on your, on your time. You don't have kids that are pulling on you. Like, I'll be honest with you, there's some very impressive young people today in the marketplace, but I'm not as impressed because they don't have any children. They're intelligent, they have resources, they have drive, they have vision, and they're actually executing on it. And that's very valuable, but guess what? They don't have a family, they don't have all those other things that are moving on their mental capacity. So it's not to diminish any of their of what they've accomplished, right? So when you see a 25-year-old, it's just that it's like me going to the NFL. You know what? I was hitting on my goals. And a lot of things worked in my favor. There's a lot of things that have to work in your favor for you to, to achieve something that is really, really special. Let's get back on task here. Uh, for me, in my journey, again, you know, you're moving along. Sports is, is leading the pathway. But I really didn't understand things like finances. I really didn't have like a vision for my finances. My, you know what my vision was? Don't lose it. That was my financial visit. You, you're making good money now anywhere at that time between 225000 where the max I might have made in the season was, you know, this is all pre-tax money, right? <laughs> the max I was making was like uh, maybe the Super Bowl year, a million and a half or something like that, two, maybe $2 million because of all the excess income. Now, tax that, and we're dealing with something. But I didn't have a plan for that, right? I had an advisor. But let's just say I had a, le a very less than stellar experience even with my advisor. So I had, a, I, had a, I had a mentality even financially that says, you know what, don't lose. Now, here's a very interesting part for, for all you faith-filled people. The way Jesus says, if I give you a talent, you need to put it to work. If I give you something, you got to put it to work. Basically, you have to invest it. You know, there was this parable that basically says he gave somebody five, somebody two, somebody one. The person who had five, he invested. The person who had two, he invested. The person who had one says, listen, I ain't going to lose this. I'm going to tuck this away because, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to be caught coming up short. And he's the one that got judged the harshest. The person that, that had five, he put it to work, he got more. The person that had two, he put it to work, he got more. The person who put that little town away, man, give me that. Give me that town. I'm going to give this to my man who was out here working. So every dollar that you got, you need to put it to work. Every, everything that you have that is given, you're required to employ it, right? Every resource, talent, gift, skill, you need to figure out how you're going to employ it safely. There's strategies, right? And there's people that have experience so that you can execute on your vision. If you have athletic gifts, creative gifts, you got to put them to work so that they can be refined and they can give you a return. That's called return on investment. You hear it often, ROI. At the end of the day, our vision must align with a sense of purpose. If you really want to talk about, you know, and, and, and I want you to just imagine, like when we talk about imagination, it's what you, it's the picture in your head that you, that you have, right? So you're, you're dreaming, you're imagining your, your life and your business are far off. You're imagining your life. And then you have to take actionable steps to determine what is the pathway that I can create this. I'll give you an example of, how, you know, I, I've lived some, I've lived some, much of my life with a lot of intention and purpose, but there were still areas that I didn't have as much of a plan for. So 
You may have heard me say this a few times. I got seven children. Oh, this is 21 years old. Got started a little, maybe a little early, maybe just a little early, right? So in college, we have a child, no vision, no vision. That wasn't the plan, y'all. Not, not while you're in Syracuse University, balling out, having a good time, um, you know, sowing my royal oats, as, as some might say back in the day, acting a fool. A, a kid wasn't in the cards at 21. That was not the plan. But guess what? Life happened. And that's what I want you to be prepared for. I, you know, I didn't plan for that, but I also didn't plan not to. I didn't plan to prevent it. That's the, that's the law of life. You know, like there's, if you don't shape your calendar, someone else is going to shape it for you. If you don't feel it, something else is going to feel it for you. Life is happening, right? And that's one of my sayings. No one hits harder than life, y'all. No one hits harder than life. So there's things that you can, you can control by your decision making, but I think we all get introduced to the realities that, that, that come in, i.e. COVID, i.e. injury, i.e. you know, children that, you know what, maybe you didn't plan for, but maybe you can or cannot welcome. But now you actually, they're, 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 they're totally deviating your life as you saw it previously. So when I'm telling you, if you don't begin to see the way that you want your life to be, right, and say, you know what, I want to graduate at 20, 22, you have to determine, okay, if I want to graduate early, I got to take more, more credits. That's one small example of saying, if I have a goal, I have to have some actionable steps that are actually going to allow me to execute on that, and then I could proceed to, to the next course, all right? So all of these are fair goals, but there's a, the vision is something that's a little far off, right? You want to open a business coming out of college. Okay, how are you going to do that? Who's going to be involved? Who's going to seed your business? What kind of business is it going to be? Who do you know that's done that kind of business? These are the questions that you have to lay out so that you can execute on that vision at an appointed time, right? And guess what? If you execute on it, you got to dream bigger. You got to imagine bigger, right? And that was my scenario when I get to college as a Division I athlete. That was my dream. My dream was to get a, get a scholarship. And the, the interesting thing is when you're living your dream, you're present, right? It's like, wow, I'm here. But ultimately, I didn't even have NFL aspirations. My, the, the thing that prompted my NFL aspirations was having a son because I didn't even feel like I was that great at Syracuse. I was like, man, I'm not even shouting here. They hating on me, man. They hating on me. You, you think I became, you think I started playing special teams because I wanted to? I started playing special teams because I'm a player. I'm a baller. I'm a, I'm a beast. Like, if they're not going to allow me to play at my natural position, I got to kick the door in some other kind of way. So I'm going to go down and run down on kickoff right at L5 at 200, not, not even 200 pounds, 195 pounds soaking wet, and I'm going to tear some jokers up, right? But that wasn't my vision. That wasn't my vision. That was creativity in action. That was creativity. I had to create an alternative pathway to, to redefine what success could be to get some attention so that those coaches could recognize that I was an asset, okay? So that wasn't my vision for my career at Syracuse, but ultimately, when you do great things, you get people's attention, all right? So I got these core nuggets, right? And so you're starting to see it. Obviously, I, I, I beat down that door, and my special teams play is what creates an avenue, avenue for me to play in a National Football League, right? 
not necessarily my vision, but ultimately it is the vision, right? <laughs> it's the vision. And when we talk about aspirations, that's just one way. We can't, we can't predetermine all of our pathway because we can't determine how all the different avenues are going to come together. So even when you're considering vision, you want to have it, right? And there's, there's another scripture for me that says, many are the plans of a man, but it's, it's God's counsel that stands in my life, right? So I can speak for myself, but that's, that's, that's a word for me that says, okay, I got to have a plan, right? If God has a plan for me, why, why wouldn't I have a plan? Right. So God is in the planning. Right. <laughs> like, so ultimately, that's how you have to see uh, your, your vision. You have to have it and you have to have something that that you can pursue. Now, for me, there were missing gaps all along the way because I'm maturing. I don't have all the knowledge. I don't have all the experience. Now, for my career, that was one of the biggest gaps. Here I am living the dream. And now at 30 years old, I have to walk away from the NFL. Right. What am I doing next? Because I have a sense of purpose. I'm a child of God. I know that God has called me to do great things in the earth. He's given me the helmet catch. He's given me a platform to the world to share my story. I've written a book. But what am I going to do to take care of these kids? Okay, like, let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. All right. So the last part I'm going to, you know, the last part of my story I'm going to share in relation to vision was, man, here I am. I'm charting this path. I take a job with my, with my financial advisor at the time. And listen, he set me up decent with a little six-figure salary, but there was still no vision for me. I didn't have a vision for myself. I went towards safety and relationship, and it didn't work out quite like I thought. And now I'm in this place where, you know, I had to lean on relationships. Ah, key, key. And this thing called vision, it will always be people that are going to fill the gaps. It will always be people that are going to fill the gaps so that you can see your vision come to pass. Right. So ultimately, that was the treasure trove that I, that, I, that I got into. And it realigned me with some of the resources in the NFL that moved me toward player development. I love people. Man, that's why I do this podcast so that I can fill the cups of people who would dare listen and be inspired and be equipped to get them where they got to go. That, 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 that aligned with a sense of purpose for me. I can give back to the community that, I, that, I've, been, that I've benefited from. And that got me into the player development space back in the NFL office and eventually with the Giants in the front office as the director of player, player development. But a buddy of mine, my man Brian Wilkes, comes along while I'm working at the NFL office. And I was, listen, man, I got the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. I got the greatest catch in the world. Uh, who, who wants up? Who wants up? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I had a little, had, had a little moment there. But, <laughs> but now, nah, y'all, like, I'm like, man, there's more that I can do even when I'm working this job. And this dude is brilliant, man. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, we're starting to build, have a little rapport and relationship. And he's a smart guy. I know he can help me. And he asked me this question. He says, hey, man, what's your five-year plan? And I'm like, I'm like 32 or something like this at the time. I'm like, well, listen, man, I don't really have one. He's like, well, I can't help you then. Man, listen, man. Ah, listen, y'all, listen. Listen, man, listen. I knew the joker could help me. Hey, you, you, you see, this is, this is that finger that's in, in your temple. That's, that's how I felt when he took, but you know what? It's, it, it was a life-changing moment for me because at the end of the day, if you don't know where you're going, it's going to be very difficult for people to help you, right? If you don't have a vision for your life. Now, the beautiful thing about my friend Brian Wilkes is he didn't leave me there. Make sure you 
one of the dopest companies, Freeform, out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, dope dude. But he didn't leave me there. He says, man, I, I can see country dude. I, I, hey, Tyree, you know, I, I, I can see you as, uh, uh, as something like an AD. You know, I do I, I some work with Oklahoma State. And, uh, man, fantastic dude. One of my closest friends still to this day. But he didn't leave me there. And I said, you know what? I, I, could, I could see myself as an as a AD. I could definitely see myself leading an, an organization, leading a, 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 being in a position of influence and authority and leading with integrity and vision and insight. So at 32 years old, that was the first time, that was a settling moment in my life from a career trajectory moment. And say, so, you know what? I can see myself. And now I can align my network with this vision, right? So all the people that I've met along the way, interesting people, millionaires, probably, you know, a couple billionaires, right? Considering the Giants' ownership, right? <laughs> right? Now I can align my network in a way where maybe it could be more useful with me. So I wanted to share some of my journey and some of the lack of vision that I had because here I am at 20 and, hey, man, you know, we, we feel like we're ruling the world. The athlete community is some of the blindest community. They don't know where they're going. And let's be honest, they got people around them. They're going to hire a team. I was in that space. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm teaching the young athlete how to hold their team accountable, right? How do you ask the right questions to know who's credible? That's where everybody's missing the opportunities. It's not that they, everybody, most of these guys got an agent. Most of these guys got a financial advisor. Most of these guys got an accountant. Most of these guys got an insurance guy. How do you know that what he's telling you is good, right? And ultimately, that's why you have to have an ownership mindset. Without a vision, people perish, right? Without a vision, we perish. And we can't, excuse me, we can't execute on the unique opportunity that, that, that especially as an athlete, that that athletic experience creates. Man, you are the best in the world at what you do. And ultimately, the goal is to remain the best. The goal is to remain in a position of influence, expertise, and credibility. But without a vision, then it's going to be very difficult. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to go through the ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows are going to happen in life in general. But if you have a vision and imagination that, that gives you a sense of mission and purpose, then you can align those people in your life. So listen, that's, that's, that's what we're hitting on for, for, for today. Again, you know, I, I, I hit you with a couple things I want you to take away with. Vision doesn't have to be visible, but it does need to be attainable. Remember that vision should always be a far off but inclusive of others. Take some of my experiences from the pathway of what I lacked as a young athlete, apparently with the, with the world in the palm of my hand, right? There was a bunch of missed opportunities. Fortunately for you, fortunately for me, God gave me a moment that, that is going to last far beyond my career, right? So I'm repurposing those opportunities. I'm redeeming the time. And guess what? Although there were missed opportunities in the past, you can create a new one today by making these actionable items and putting them in play. So that's, that's what we got for y'all today, man. That's a little, that's some, some nuggets on vision. I want y'all to go to David Tyree 85. I'm available to speak. My calendar's open for speaking opportunities in 2023. We got the catch camp coming up. Make sure you check that out. We got dropping new episodes. Follow on Twitter, Tyree Nation, DTyree85. It's always life. We're always moving you toward that position where you can get great done. Thank you for being attentive. Thank you for being supportive. And we will check in with you soon. Blessings, grace, and peace. Get great done.